Okay, so this is the other really cool thing. Yes. Then I can just switch to my regular camera, and then you oh, can yes. just see wow. my home. Holy crap, that's incredible. Because <laughs> I'm, like, facing the window right now, so I'm, like... I mean, it looks that way. I just look overly saturated, right? But uh, you can see our bookshelf and the entry to the kitchen. The inside of our house looks so similar. <laughs> They're just houses. They have walls, shit on the walls. Coffee table. Stuff yes. everywhere. Uh-huh. Um, okay, let me move. But it's been really fun. I want this, I kind of, I don't want the snow to stop, but I want it to stop so that the birds come back. Yes. Because yeah. that's why they flew away. Like, didn't scare them. They just, it just started snowing. This is like so cool. I love that I'm I'm getting my oh someone is about to go enjoy the snow. Yeah, they're, they're you saying, I'm going up to the ski spy trail. On my neighbors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh God, there's snow. <laughs> they're just probably. See it. Yeah, look, they're about to back up into somebody because they're like, what? What do I do? <laughs> oh no! What do I? Four wheel drive, two wheel drive? I don't know. High low? Which one? hilarious <laughs> i have this um the grapefruit juice was starting to go bad it was starting to like um well not go bad i guess it was starting to turn it had that uh -huh. kind of slight effervescence to it so i poured it all into one large glass um uh -huh. so if i can drink like half a liter of <laughs> grapefruit totally juice yeah totally. if you you can if you <clears throat> believe you can i also have my uh my kefir here it's the probiotic um discussion Oh yeah, no, I'm show. here at the trail end of my coffee okay. pot, so, I mean, I have more, but, like, for today, I think I've had a sufficient amount, and, uh, it'll be snack hour maybe in about an hour and a half, but okay. we're not there yet. No, we're not. I'm currently munching on M&M's. <laughs> Perfect. Breakfast of champions. I like that, Yes. Yes, I'm going with the all-liquid um, breakfast. Oh, here, I'm going to add some pills to it, too. How about that? Hmm. <laughs> some pills. <laughs> Appropriately, uh... Not, like, any specific pills, just, like, whatever I happen to find. Yeah, yeah, just grab a few vitamin C, uh, ketamine, whatever, just toss them in. Oh my god, I have a ketamine story. Oh yeah? Well, not a personal one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is a reality television related one. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. Those are mm, what song should we pick for our intro? Oh, that's a great idea since we're here at the beginning. Um Let's see. Well, <clears throat> I unfortunately I'm gonna I'm just gonna come out and say it. I actually didn't end up watching uh, House of Villains, even though I, I was constantly talking about it all week. Um, you know, I didn't either. Okay, good. <laughs> it was election season. I had better yeah. show. I had different villains to pay attention to. I was to. wondering about that. I was wondering how busy your <laughs> the rest of your life was. So, okay, that's fine. Um, the intention was there, but now election season is over, so yay. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. I watched. I've been watching The Crown... Which is, uh, I've been almost into the fifth season now. It's uh, mm -hmm. the sixth season, like the first half of it just came out, and it's the second half of the sixth season will close it out. 
It's really good. Um, I, fell, I fell asleep watching Peaky Blinders last night. So <laughs> <laughs> I've never watched that before. Is it? Like, it was good. Uh, I just was tired, and oh, so okay. it's, <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I was like, I've just had a long week. Yeah. What's that? Um, is that lead actor in it? He's like a famous dude, right? I want to see the the face in the yeah, thumbnail. Yeah, so Cillian so Murphy That's was. It. The, oh, that is who it is. Okay. He was the guy who just did Oppenheimer. Oh right, that's why his face is like fresh in my mind. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. He was also the Scarecrow in that first Christopher Nolan Batman film. That's oh. actually why I remember him. <laughs> oh, look at the bird. There's a bird now. It's okay. You can be as we oh. can actually be quite loud. <laughs> okay, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it what it can hear. That's crazy. Wow. What kind of bird is that? I have no idea. <laughs> I didn't know what I expected as a response. <laughs> I got him as he was turning to the camera. Yeah, he's looking at us. Oh, he flew away. That was cool. He was upset that I got a photo. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna crop him. Hold on. Well, which is to say, I'm gonna crop you out of the screen cap because okay. I don't. Yeah. I mean, need my giant screenshot. forehead. Yeah. yeah. Like... Oh my god, it is a work of art. This is the most greatest idea I have ever had in no, my life. No, this is amazing. Really? Oh my god. Hold on. Let me tweet it. This is like looking at like the pictures of whales in the ceiling at the dentist. <laughs> Yeah, no. I actually feel like I'm in a therapy session now because I'm looking at this instead. <laughs> okay, time to drink a bunch of active culture yogurt. Okay. Delightful. It's the most amazing photo I've ever taken. My, um, awesome. <laughs> My growth uh, strategy uh, on Twitter has been working. I've just stopped blocking all the, like, first name, last name bots that follow me. <laughs> Well, no, you know what I did? What I got like 12 new followers by saying, hey, how does someone make a website? <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, there were like two actual Wiseacre posters who responded with a joke. And then everyone else was like, I sent you a DM. <laughs> and I was like, no, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm... I just want to type in like here. I'll do that too. I'll type in what would happen if I just typed in how do how do I make a website? I'm sure we just activate the part of so many people's brains. <laughs> Be like ah, how do I make a website? No, can't do it. It would just be too. 
Annoying. No, it's too dangerous now. Yeah. It, it, it's like I posting. Know. It's like posting your uh, like uh, like social security number online. I don't oh recommend. Oh my god! It. I'm thinking about. It. I'm just thinking of the the kinds of interactions I would get. And I'm certain uh, it would not. What be if I took I all of the numbers in my social security number and then just did like Kathy. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, or whatever. However uh-huh. many there are, the correct number of digits. <laughs> uh, yeah, however many that is. <laughs> and then just said to everyone, "That's totally my social security." Would they try it? Would they like? Would they wind up hacking the person who? Oh, that is a random gibberish number. It actually is because like idea. I wouldn't actually use my number. <laughs> like I would just create a random set of numbers yeah i like the idea though of um <laughs> seeing what happens when you do something like that seeing which followers get activated into <laughs> hacker mode <laughs> oh and you can't see it but i glued a disco ball to the top of my bird feeder let me see if i can get it oh nice <laughs> yeah I, that w- uh, the 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 shininess probably gets their attention yeah oh yes look at, yeah this is amazing. Can you see it? Yeah, it was like right at the very top here. Right, well, I'm point. I'm touching it, but that doesn't help. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And then what's the roof? Is that like? Oh, it's just like this plastic bird feeder. Oh, okay, okay. No, it's I just see. this like little plastic clear house, and so you suction cup it to your window. Okay. And so then. Because so like watch you can maybe see the suction cups. Yes, now I can. Yeah. So it just suctions to the window, and birds are pretty light, so you're it's really only holding up the seed. Yeah, and and then they uh, wow. There's like I I've seen like four of those fuckers fit in there. <laughs> well, the other thing and they're all like just going to town, and sometimes they bicker because they're like mine, you know. I love that they even came during the snow. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. This is truly incredible. What a science experiment. I, yeah, uh, right? Oh my god, I'm just having a fucking blast. I've never had this much fun. I'm I've, trying to think of like where I could put mine. There's like, I have this, um, actually probably right there on the fence because they like to come for those berries too. And then I could like see them from the inside as well. Because I have like this screen, you know, enclosure around the outside of these uh this wall of windows I have here, and so I can't like they wouldn't be able to get right here. But yes, this would be very cool. There is a bird house like across the canal, but I never see any birds in it. So I wonder if there's ever any actual food in it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, that was in- that's incredible. I love this like shot. <laughs> yeah. No, I am dying. I feel like you could stream that on YouTube and thousands of people would tune in. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to take this to the next level. <laughs> Snowy parking lot in New Mexico is the user. No, well, what's funny is like, so one of my pals, I'm actually adding with him right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a, he's a, un, he's a big union guy that I knew in LA. I would say my union brother, if I were like completely unironically, if we oh, were to okay. get, you know, like, um, and uh we ever since i moved away i don't really see him much but of course he's a tremendous shit poster and brett also (laughs) used to run the uh people for bernie sanders social media during the first election 
Oh. Um, was one of the folks who did it, of course, not by himself. Yes, yeah, um, a lot of people, I imagine. Uh, but as the L.A. labor guy, uh, I got to know him, and he was also always going whale watching and bird watching. So he has like all of these fancy setups for like really spectacular shots. And I'm like, oh no, this is just a twenty dollar webcam. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't even nothing of that shit. But location is everything. Much like much like having the greatest camera yeah. in the world, you got you got to be there. So yeah, right. <laughs> it requires placing your camera in front of the thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm so delighted. This is really thrilling. Yeah, so. this is incredible. Like, I just love that it's so um, steady. It almost seems like a, like a background, like a. Right, like a loop, like it's on loop. I want to record it, and, like have it as my Zoom background. Yeah, that would. Yeah, you could get like a like a ten second loop and totally use it like that. Yeah, I'd know how to record my screen on a Mac, or I would record a little of it. Yeah, right. I took a screenshot anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, use it as a Zoom background. Be like, I'm in therapy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, this is me <laughs> sitting here. on my balcony. Lighting <laughs> yeah, is totally not matching up, but that's fine. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No one would know. Yeah. Just be like, I have one of those ring lights. In the yeah, it's weird. How would they know? Yes, <laughs> they wouldn't. Yeah, it's true. No one knows. Most people, I wouldn't know. They wouldn't even like, think to think. I don't think about it, yeah. <laughs> I love this. God, I love birds. Anyway, I, I'm eager for another one to come in. Like, I just keep waiting. It feels like more exciting than television. This is like no, the true yeah. reality. The reality issues here. This is how. This is how you overcome, right? Like, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So let's start recording. Because oh my yes, god, let's do it. And um, we're oh, well, we were talking about an intro song, so let's actually oh, start yeah. there. Yeah. And then I can um, um, play it on the YouTube here and I'll, I'll share. Oh, I can. Uh, you know, how yeah, about, you can share screen to me if you want. Yeah. How about Bob Dylan's Santa Fe? I've never even heard that. I didn't know that existed. That's crazy. Oh, you know, I used to be a big Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. It's so. <laughs> oh, no, that's my Bob Dylan impression, obviously. I hey, I'll take talk. it. I'll take any Bob Dylan impression. <laughs> um. A lot of slant rhyming. Oh, here we go. I feel like Bob okay. Dylan impressions have to involve like rhyming couplets, <laughs> like, <laughs> or like just complete stone. gibberish. Oh, yeah. that sounds like rhyming. <laughs> yes, true. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm ready when you are. Yes, I am. Let's see. Let me make sure the numbers are here. I'm actually <laughs> the gonna numbers go up. The numbers are going up. Okay.
Greetings, Kathy. Quite Hello. good afternoon. Oh yes, Brian. good afternoon. I, That's right. It's eleven. It's eleven here, but that means it's, it's one twenty here over there. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Wow. 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 Time. Yeah. It's it's been it's been a good um, week here for me. Honestly, I think so. If I was comparing it to all the other weeks I've encountered this year. Oh. Oh, we have a guest. We have a guest. Yeah, no, we have a lot of animal guests today, <laughs> Brian. We were looking at because I'm in a different setup, different right. setup, slightly right. different setup today for the podcast on my end. That's it's a right. production surprise. <laughs> so I moved my laptop over to the window. Yes. And I say the window because it's these French doors that lead out to the patio, uh, but um, currently functioning as windows because the doors are closed. Why? Because it is cold outside. Yes. So cold, indeed, that the heat needs to stay in. Why does the heat need to stay in? Because it's snowing out there and the heater is inside. So never the twain shall meet. However, glass. Yes. Wonderful insulator. Yes. And means you can still see a view of the world. Mm -hmm. And so I have set up my webcam to point at my bird feeder, which is suction cupped and crystal clear right up against my French door window. And so my other webcam is pointed right at it. Currently, you're seeing my wonderful face and therefore the dog in the background who just laid down. He's laying down by me okay. now. So yeah, look at that. Hard to see <laughs> without closing the laptop, which defeats the purpose. <laughs> so anyway, bird is here, was here, dog yeah. is still here. Bob Dylan was just with us yes. here in great old Santa Fe. So morning here, afternoon there, snowing here. Mm -hmm. How's the weather? Oh, actually, we're getting record highs here. Um, isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I think if, as we see, we're basically looking at the growing band. The the one on the top's getting higher, and the one on the bottom's getting lower. And uh, you know, that's all very healthy. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, totally look at this. His best to look get some at attention at the moment. He has a new toy. He has a new toy, and so he's been showing it off. Yes, I... Um, he's been parading it around, just being like, hey, do you see my new toy? And he just goes right up to you and just holds it in front of you, and when you try to take it, he goes, nope, and he turns away and walks away. We have a very dog-adjacent podcast. We had a dog interrupting us last week, or joining in the conversation, should I say. Um, yeah, they have a lot to say. Yeah, they do. You know? <laughs> they shouldn't be As they should. held back, yeah. Yeah, why should they only be allowed to sing jingle bells? Exactly. <laughs> so we can't limit them so much. It's it's offensive, really. To yeah, the mean, dogs and to to me as a personal. I'm waiting friend. for him to like just start in on like his favorite like Francis Ford Coppola. Or is that my yeah, dog? See? Oh, just see. Your dog's part of film Twitter. Wow. Apparently, more opinions than I have. I like see a movie and I'm like, wow, I like that. That's not for me to say. I uh, I once gave my opinions at a movie theater and and not everyone there appreciated it. And I I thought Annihilation was a terrible film, but um, so what did you just boo? <laughs> kinda with my opinion. I was I basically had an opinion and that was too much for for the people that we went with, I guess. Um, but seriously, I think Annihilation is a terrible film. <laughs> no. it, maybe this book the book was good or something and that's what people think that they remember the book and then that's why they like it or something but as a film as a movie it's it like telegraphs everything that's going to happen like at the beginning of the movie and so there's like no everyone, suspense doesn't everyone know that the movie and the book are never the same no matter how good or how good 
how good the book apparently they were they're never the same yeah i don't know but either way i didn't like the movie at all but that's you know how like stephen king you know how stephen king didn't like the shining are you Uh, aware that's true he's like hateful of it he like offended yeah yeah. you ruined my fucking book i'm like he's a genius you should be honored that he ruined your fucking book. <laughs> like, exactly. You're like, what? Like, I'd be like, you can do whatever you want with it's it, Stan. Yeah. I'm done. Exactly. I'm a if, Stan Stan. Yeah, if Stanley Kubrick is going to get involved in your, like, book adaptation, he's clearly going to make his own thing. Like, yeah. he always did that yeah. with anything he ever did, so. Just call it a collabo. Like, whatever, remix. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a remix. That is really what it is. It. And they did Get the, off the, your fucking high horse, Stephen King. Here, let me. Yeah, see, dog agrees. See, film Twitter agrees <laughs> with me. Okay. I'm going to figure out what's up. I think there's someone at the door, maybe. So we'll see. And they're a package, perhaps. Hold on. Everyone. <laughs> it's totally going to be like uh, Zack Snyder going around asking why I'm always like, bad mouthing the uh, Avengers movies or whatever it is that he does. Dog. Dog sure wants to play during the podcast. They're on one. It's a dog's world today. What do you think, Doctor? Okay. (laughs) No, it's totally a dog's podcast today. It is. I think we should ask the dogs what it is that they want to talk about. It's a dog's cast, yes. (laughs) I have a feeling. (laughs) Yeah, see, they're like talking to each other through the face. She's retired to the bedroom. No wonder this one brought its little toy over here. They're parading it around. It's true. It's so. F- Check out my toy. I know if. What a dingus! She'll show up with dog things in her mouth. I assume. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I love keeping the gain up because you can hear the the dog toes walking around on the floor. It's. Yeah, no, it's, it's phenomenal. I, I'm I'm a big fan personally. Again, slice of life. We need this slice to be real. Yeah, that's true. I, we, I everyone is that. here with us, enjoying our ridiculous lives, right? Yes, much uh, like eating M and M's for breakfast and vaping. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, I like it. And really, dog and watching some birds. Like, come on. Exactly. <laughs> Yes, much like I was just mentioning watching The Crown um, and getting into that, I feel like that this is this is as close as it gets to our unauthorized version of our own selves. Our unauthorized, I mean, authorized version. I mean, what are we supposed to do with ourselves, right? Like, uh, I don't have it. Like, we don't have any kids, right? So yeah. it's not like I'm going to be like, oh, let's go play in the park with the dog in the snow and have some kind of fucking Instagrammable fucking idyllic lifestyle now. Yeah. I, that would be cool. I could do it with the dog, mm-hmm. right? But if I'm going to be doing any of those things, then why am I doing any of that shit for Instagram anyway, right? So, Yep, it's true. Then I'm just on my own, and that's okay. Then I just want to be like Walden, you know, like Walt Whitman and fucking <laughs> Walden Pond or whatever the fuck <laughs> that guy's name was, and just sit around and contemplate the and watch my bird feeder as, yeah. as, I, as I do. Right here I am. That's me about 50% live in the life. <laughs> yep. I'm warm and cozy. It's cold out there. I don't want to scare off the birds. And they got to eat. So I'm feeding them, giving them a nice little warm spot. We should all be so kind to every single creature. Yeah. <laughs> a doctor. I, I did note that um, the birds still come in the snow. I found that pretty impressive. I um, I love that. That they can even, like, get to the food or, I don't know, like birds dude it's that cold right now you know so it was a bit of an unexpected oh. flirt you know i mean yeah. plus like you know this isn't like the dead of winter yet you know <laughs> this is like our first little flurry 
and winter birds. They, I mean, they will stay here. That's you right. Know? They stick around. Some of them leave, though, right? That's like a whole mm-hmm. normal thing. Yeah. Hmm. I had a thought here for a second. And then it f- you are really playing. <laughs> flew away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, I had articles, and they're right here. I prepared them yesterday and then totally forgot about them. And these are um, some good ones, too. Some insane articles. So here's here's a story that has nothing to do with the news that you may have read this week, because it has nothing to do with any news you've ever heard in your entire life. Tell me, uh, tell I'm gonna me skip this the... is about the Bored Ape Convention. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Let's let's Maybe we start there. Hold on. Let's pull that up. Um, I'm going to open here. I'm going to type in Bored Ape Yacht Club. If those words mean anything to you, I'm sorry. And then I'm just going to scroll down a little bit here. They have a tweet here that says... Let me move the microphone closer to my face. Sorry, that probably a little bit. They have a tweet here that says, um, NFTs are dead. And they're making fun of You know, NFTs, of course, that's not what they really believe. Scroll down a little bit more. There will be reports of... Here we go. Hold on, I have a brilliant idea first. Yes. I'm trying to find, like, news coverage of it, honestly. Or you really start reading the news. We'll go back and edit it, and then cut it, and then... Can you hear it? Yes. not doing sound shit. Yeah, I can hear yes we need to have those things for all of our segments i agree this is amazing (laughs) yeah so the news today um is that uh the uh, members of the (laughs) board ape yacht club 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 the people who (laughs) not just own the nfts but celebrate their nft ownership or ownage so much no they celebrate their ownership so much they decided to get group owned and um, they had a celebration. I believe it was in um, Hong Kong, right? Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So for people who are very online, <laughs> yes, excuse me. There up. will be a. Um, you will notice that there is always a theme of people deciding to come together IRL for with disastrous consequences. <laughs> yeah, it usually shouldn't happen. Sometimes it's okay. That one Tumblr convention with the ball pit. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> the, yes. The. The uh, urine-soaked ball pit. Yeah. With small groups of people can go so awry so quickly, you know? So imagine entire rooms full of nerds. <laughs> what disasters await. Yeah, so, I mean, totally. Yes. And then, of course, the cornier the nerd, the more disastrous it is likely to be. Yes. If, if your favorite hobby is collecting pictures of uh, computer i should add computer generated images not even hand-drawn images of apes with different uh values monetary values assigned to them kind of somewhat arbitrarily 
you're way below the lowest <laughs> of the like worst of the anime conventions you know i don't mean the like mainstream ones i mean the like really weird ones like the y- ape people they're like below even those people like yeah the, the this is the group the the head of their organization their people who would post on their social media account going to sleep tonight like damn we love you apes Thank you for another incredible night two of Ape Fest HK. So this is like going on, and they had no idea. Still, and you can even see like <laughs> here. Let me. I'm just gonna link you to this specific uh, image here. I might even use. I'm gonna save it. I'll use it as the uh, here. Add it to my photos. <laughs> I'll use it as the album cover. Um, I'm gonna send it to Kathy as well, so she knows what I'm talking about. Uh, this is. This really sums it up. So they were posting before this was even a problem. They were posting images of what they thought were like black lights set up mm-hmm. around their convention. And <laughs> so they were in the bathroom. They were apparently outside of like uh, their welcoming area here for their stupid convention. And, um, you know, they look like, a, you know, to, to my untrained eye and to most people's eyes, they look like, you know, kind of your basic uh, mood setting black light or whatever. These turned out to not exactly be the case. Um, and many people came away with injuries, long lasting injuries that sent them to the hospital with uh, blurred or lack of usable vision. So I guess it's also known as welder's eye to give people an idea of what exactly kind of the damage you're looking at is. So again, to give people yet another maybe idea of what it's like. So there was uh, here in New Mexico, we were lucky enough to recently experience a total solar eclipse and it was cool as hell. And I made a pinhole camera and definitely tweeted about beautiful images of all that shit too. But you know what else you can do to look directly at the sun? You can look through a welder's glass yes. of a variety of levels because, of course, you don't want to look at the sun directly. It'll blind you. And so if you get welder's eye, it's basically the same thing as having been blinded by the sun, let's say. <laughs> because UV is bad, and it'll damage your eyes, and if you don't act quickly, it could be permanent. <laughs> I'm looking at an article here. I'm just going to click something. No, I'm going to go to the gray lady here. I'm going <laughs> to... The, <laughs> the old New York old Times. Reliable. Old reliable <laughs> here. I'm going to read this I'm headline. I'm not saying the news is accurate. I'm, I'm just gonna, saying it's reliable. Yeah, I'm going to put... Put the, the New York it, Times they the will write an article about everything. Yeah. That's the end of the sentence. It doesn't mean what it's going to say. <laughs> but it will exist. Here, here we go. More than 20 report burning eyes after NFT festival in Hong Kong. <laughs> Board Ape Yacht Club, the collective that hosted the three-day event, said it was investigating possible causes, including UV lights used at a party on Saturday night, and apparently also like outside all over the place. More than 20 people have reported burning eye pain and vision problems after attending a party for NFT owners in Hong Kong last weekend. The gathering was part of Ape Fest, a three-day event hosted by Bored Ape Yacht Club. Three days. Okay, I want you to stop and three think about that. Three days of partying. So, yeah, like, what are so, they doing? I was once at a uh, uh, a professional conference for uh, 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 medical health professionals, people mm-hmm. who are 
epidemiologists and policymakers at state levels. Can, and can we call this a serious cause? <laughs> a normal and you know, cause. Our convention was also three days, and I feel like you know there was a lot to cover there. Do you feel like the world has changed as much as it was at this one? <laughs> oh, most definitely. Okay. Okay. I mean, could you imagine the brain power in that room? <laughs> I'm trying to. I mean, I'm sure it was like a lot. From United Nations and shit there. Like, it was... I'm sure they could open a jar, too. Something like that, you know. I mean, maybe two at once. <laughs> yeah, like, like given, given a can opener and a can of beans, they could totally figure that shit out, exactly. you know? <laughs> That's about what I'm expecting. Um, NFT ownership. I don't actually know, you know what it involves, those but professionals would have recognized the lights immediately. Yeah, that's actually funny. That's so true. Yeah, imagine if there's like a crossover convention space, right? And there's like half of them are over there, and like the medical professionals are the other one doing their like, I don't know, saving the world convention. No, you see, but that's totally the case. And they're like, eh, like every, it'll be fine. every professional convention I've ever been to, there's always like the opening plenary with like the guest speaker, and then like the dinner and then like you have too much wine and maybe you start singing we are family like on the dance floor at the hotel or whatever you know so yeah totally that totally happened at the women's march right why wouldn't it happen at the board eight club i'm thinking now if there's a way that we could somehow get people to invite us to their industry events that we are not a member of the industry <laughs> Like, I want to see the thing is, is I that go, like, like the International Textile Coalition or something? Yeah, no, the thing is, is that as, as with all things, it's remarkably easy to get into those things. Oh, yeah, maybe you could just buy a <laughs> ticket. No, like you just have to wait until like just go into one of the like nearby convention hotel bars or whatever. Someone's gonna leave their fucking pass behind. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then the main security, they're not really looking at it. So you no. just go, yeah, look, it says vendor on it. And they go, yeah, whatever. This is yeah. You're here for the International Pipe Fitters Union or whatever. I have like, done that at Comic Con, literally, that whole thing. So, <laughs> yeah, it works. So, one time I was, uh, again, at a professional conference, and uh, it was a bunch of like organizers, right? So, it's a bunch of lefties. And I don't know who else was in the building, but it was a bunch of, like, dudes. And they were all, like, pipe fitters and construction trades guys, you okay. know? And, and I don't know, call it the HVAC convention. Okay. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Pipes and uh, tools and stuff. Yeah. But, like, it was, like, a bunch of, like, young, hip people of color, like, on the one hand. And then, like, on the other end of the bar, it was, like, a bunch of dudes in polos and, like... <laughs> Uh, sensible yet like fashionable like shoes oh. you know like mm. so they weren't like it wasn't just work boots so I'm like are they foreman yeah are they like oh these they're going out shoes yeah these are they're like are these like <laughs> civic engineers like they're brainiacs <laughs> they look a little too bougie but they're definitely like part of the trades anyway so <laughs> yeah. they had a look they had a uniform and we definitely looked very worlds apart but they smoked a lot too right? mm. yeah no that's how i Everyone's learned their out contract there and, yeah. and it was just really ridiculous <coughs> really out of place because i almost wanted to be like yeah i work in the industry to see how far i could get before they called me on my bullshit i would i would pick up Bye, smoking again with, 
<laughs> I would pick up smoking again in a second in terms of uh, using it to infiltrate a group. Let me tell you, like, <laughs> that is the easiest way. Is just find the people who smoke and start chatting with them. <laughs> oh, hey, do you have a light? <laughs> yeah, that's it. It worked. <laughs> <That's> it. <laughs> it really worked at the contractor, the many contractor courses. Hey, you've been took. in this bar before? How do you like it? Yeah, exactly. Done. There you go. <laughs> now you're friends, and then all the other people are strangers to them. And, yeah. yeah, right. And they'll save your spot at the, you know, muffin yeah. line. Or hey, watch my beer while I go to the bathroom. Yeah. Exactly. Thanks, man. I owe you one. Yeah, uh, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll, I got you back. I got you back. What's the name for, like, uh, some kind of tentative mini social alliance that's, like, uh, or, you know, temporary like that? Like, is that, a, is that, would you just call that an acquaintance? Is there a better word for that? Because you've built up some tiny amount of camaraderie over mundane or pointless things, like... Where the I mean, I, I suppose if I were being poetic, I, I would call them a fleeting acquaintance. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, I'm just trying to assign a title to these people in our lives. Okay. A fleeting acquaintance. Oh, wow. Started snowing again. I've switched to the webcam. So, um, here, I'm going to tell you a little more about this. Uh, so, yeah, those people, their eyes were burned and such. Not good. But how about this? How about this? How about this occasion? I'm going to skip the headline. I'm going to go right to the story. A pregnant tourist was seriously injured in Rome when an 85-pound Rottweiler fell to its death from a third-floor window, crushing her as she strolled along a busy street. Excuse me. Wow. Can you just repeat that sentence again? Because I don't think I've ever heard such a sentence in my entire life. Yes, that's that's why I saved this one. A pregnant tourist was seriously injured in Rome when an 85-pound Rottweiler fell to its death from a third-floor window, crushing her as she strolled along a busy street. Wow. I'm going to continue just so it's not quite as bad as you think. Please. Ludovico Caprino, 27, of Switzerland, was vacationing in the Italian capital last week when she was hit by the plummeting pup while strolling with her mom along upscale Via Fratina, La Repubblica reported. The eight-month-old animal named Cody died in the bizarre mishap, which landed in Caprino in a nearby hospital with serious injuries. Uh, her unborn child miraculously did not suffer any injury and is expected to survive. It was not immediately clear why the dog fell, with rumors ranging from it chasing after cats to it even being killed by gunshots, noted La Repubblica, which said an autopsy is being carried out in a nearby kennel. Um, there's like three totally different stories there. I, I don't know. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. It just sounds like something out of John Wick, basically. Like um, It's like they were side collateral damage to some action movie scene. It's totally insane. Yeah. Um, so I have a line for you that please. also kind of grabbed me recently. Yes. Also tragic because of its uh, kind of whole deal, but it, it just made headlines recently again because a, ver a jury verdict issued in this particular case. So let me find something that isn't... Uh, um, also, I just want to say the headline for that last one, I could have read it, and you would have begged me to read the article, Preg Gal Hit in Italy Dog Drop Hell. That was the headline. That's why I didn't read it, because it doesn't make any sense. No. They, 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 they do that a lot. Okay. So, I guess, um, a, like a year ago, mm. a Netflix documentary came out called Take Care of Maya. Okay. And it was... 
heartbreaking story in and of itself, of course, because uh, otherwise it wouldn't be made into these awful documentaries. Right. Um, and so, uh, based, I, I mean, I, I guess we can spoil this. I don't. It's it's in the news now. So if you don't know, it's in the news. Uh, but so in this documentary, it's it's explaining that this uh, little girl uh, had some kind of very rare debilitating disease. Um, and her parents, uh, of course, were doing everything they could to get, get her the best of care, um, including ketamine therapy in, of all places, New Mexico, uh, where it's very legal mm. um, and very much so like uh, like a recognized form of therapy for the particular kind of uh, uh, condition, disease. I don't really know what the proper word is. My apologies. Uh, but for this condition that she has um it's like a verified thing but she's also uh, from florida uh, i'm not oh. exactly sure where the venice florida yeah that's just yeah, uh, it's um, like 15 20 minutes north of me so apparently she went to some doctors in jo at johns hopkins all children's hospital in the area and once she was there they experienced uh pretty much uh, then their next worst nightmare uh, both parents were accused of actually being the uh, the mom in particular being the cause of this girl's medical condition. Oh, despite the fact that previous doctors had already kind of diagnosed this kind of well-established disease, apparently the hospital was like, "No way, that's true." Yeah, um, or something along those lines. There were a bunch of employees, and then um, so. They wind up essentially fi filing, the hospital does, filing for protective custody of the kid. And so eventually uh, this leads uh, to uh, the mother of the child who is kind of the br suffering the brunt of these accusations uh, leads to the mom taking her own life. Oh. oh. Um as a result uh because of a variety of other things that happened and the communications that the mom had been keeping with the hospital they were able to sue and uh they sued uh for false imprisonment battery medical negligence fraudulent billing intentional infliction of emotional distress uh wrongful death for the mom right. and uh infliction of emotional distress not just on the family but uh, or not just on the estate of the mom but on the daughter who was essentially kidnapped by the hospital they are going to receive <clears throat> 211 million dollars from the hospital as a result of like what happened and all of the records that the mom kept so it's a very like kind of a heartbreaking story all in all and i was watching the um uh I was watching the documentary on Netflix after I read that the jury result had come out. And here's this young girl now with her. Yeah. Um, and when she was younger and only starting her ketamine therapy, she wasn't even able to walk. Like, it was too painful for her to even stand up. And so now, as you can see in this photograph, she's standing on her own and looking healthier than ever. When she went into the hospital, she definitely looked quite a sight right she definitely looked like she was suffering but no I'm uh, definitely, wow i'm definitely gonna have to um watch this documentary now yeah i 
It's almost like a re- it's like reverse of the act. It's like wait, instead, mm-hmm. what if instead of the act, all the effort of the mom wasn't put into like creating a fake scenario. It was like documenting a real one that nobody was actually listening to. Isn't that yeah. kind of the, the idea here? I mean, it it was yeah because it was like the mom was like she had i guess all these other doctors too and she was keeping all these records and was asking people for like okay can you explain to me why you think my daughter has this particular condition or this bruise if you really don't think that she has the condition she's like i guess whatever but then uh i guess she was asking too many questions is i guess kind of how i want to put it Mm. and and so but i mean put yourself in your put yourself in that mom situation like is there such a thing as asking too many questions when you're the parent no. of a child experiencing some kind of rare medical condition and let's face it even if you know you know even the smartest of us like, aren't anti-vaxxers or whatever um we're all suspicious of the medical care that we receive in some capacity so you know what i mean yeah like, right yeah you know, I don't know. It just it it seemed wild to me that a a mom could be accused of, like a helicopter mom would be accused of abusing in some way. I, I don't know. It just and I say that because it's like that's kind of how the doctors kind of made her out to seem as a helicopter mom and it's like she's not arguing about her kids position on the soccer team. You know, she's this is a life and death disease like can we even use the phrase helicopter parent in such a situation like it feels so dismissive and infantilizing period right like yeah this isn't the soccer field right 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 this isn't why did she get an a minus instead of an a plus right like that's what i think of when i think of a helicopter parent when i think of the over-involved spoiling parent i think Mm -hmm. of that not i'm at the doctor demanding to know what are you giving my kid you know or something yeah. no yeah totally what um uh what oh that's right i just tabbed over just to read the article but it was on your computer um oh. what was her did it say what her actual illness was when it all was said it and done did. yeah let me see if i can find it uh There is a wiki, it says. Let's see. I'll bet you the... Because uh... I'm just wondering, like, was it, like, a truly undetectable thing, or did they just, like, blow detecting it? I guess complex regional pain syndrome. CRPS. Okay. I've never heard of this, but I, you know, there's a Wikipedia article for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is not a short-term pain that will heal in time. Oh. It is known as the world's most painful and curable condition. Oh. Um, oh, wow. So this isn't like I sprained my ankle. This is like some kind of a... Let me read this here. There's the the final sentence of this paragraph. Do you see that yeah. one? Yeah. It is referred to as the suicide disease because of its intense and curable pain among the highest recording in the McGill pain scale. Okay. So this is what this young girl had. 
or has rather because I, I don't I don't think it goes away. So this young girl has been diagnosed with it and it requires essentially a ketamine dosage. Like, it's like... (laughs) Yeah. Wow. So all of these... So this child has to kind of undergo all of these things and then in 2016 uh, they take her to the hospital where they are not familiar with this disease. And so they essentially, because the mom is so insistent and asking questions and she's like, but I know what this is and whatever, they basically just don't believe her. And that's why they're, they like describe her as all of these, uh, kind of negative words. I mean, I just kind of summarized it as the helicopter parent because it also seemed very dismissive in that way. Right. And so then they eventually, the hospital eventually accuses her of Munchausen syndrome by proxy and saying she must be poisoning her there's no way this disease is real and like all but like again like and that's what the lady from the act was accused well she wasn't accused of it she was Mm -hmm. doing it and then died (laughs) so she was never prosecuted Mm -hmm. huh yeah and and this lady Mm-hmm. Was doing was doing all that stuff, documenting and everything, but because she was in act, uh, taking care of her kid, it's so wow. I need to, like watch this immediately. No, it was wild. I mean, and I like wild. I think for a lot of different reasons because like it also felt really confusing to me because usually what we hear of is hospitals like not giving a shit. Mm. Right, and here <laughs> yeah. they were they were like going way too far, overly giving a shit in a way that didn't make sense. Yeah, like it, like because they were still like, we think the mom's poisoning her, but we do think that we need to get her away from her and get her the best of medical care. Right, but it's like I don't know. There was something so perverse about it. Um, I know that when a minor... There was, like, a caseworker, too, that was in particular. what I was just thinking about. I wonder how it got there, but that must be how it got Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Yeah, if you have a caseworker step in who thinks they're going to, like, you know, be a savior, and they're, you know, acting in a scenario where they don't need to, then, yeah, that can turn into a total disaster. And I assume that's kind of, like, what happened here. Mm -hmm. Um... Let me let me uh, let me ask you about this. Have you heard about the uh, the uh, well? <laughs> have you heard about the skeleton strippers? No. Please tell me more. A Utah community ordered a resident to strip his risque Halloween display from public property, including a oh, po- I did hear about- <laughs> including a pole dancing skeleton. There's an image here. I just want to show you. It's tiny, but I want to put it right up to the camera so you can mm-hmm. see it here. You can find pe- pictures online of the sexy skeleton. <laughs> okay. If you're a pervert. <laughs> Not it's, me, though. It's very sexy. Christopher Frugician, his display featured two skeletal onlookers offering money while, quote, watching another skeleton, quote, dancing on a city stop sign outside his home in Grantsville. KSTU TV reported. Maybe a little risque for some people, but it's all in the name of fun, Frugician said. The city posted a photo of the display to its Facebook page where it told him he had until October 18th to remove it. 
Displays like this are not acceptable. It's against city code to attach anything to a street sign. <laughs> they said, coming up with the exact technicality they would need to not embarrass themselves when writing the letter. Um, <laughs> I guess teaching our children respect, decency, and manners has gone by the side, one user commented. This is the New York Post quoting comments yeah. from an article. Yeah. If your kids understand what this is, then maybe the problem is not the skeleton dancing on the pole. Maybe it's something else, replied Fujishin, who moved the skeleton to his own yard. <laughs> <laughs> Methinks uh, she doth protest too much, she says. I mean, I think, I mean, it's it's not even like dress like it's got like it's a skeleton it's a skeleton it's like a fake wig it's not it's wearing like, a bikini or anything it's just a skeleton no it's literally just like it could it could look like a it could also look like a tragic like fencing accident like 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 construction accident like oh no this guy fell off a scaffold like why why yeah. would you necessarily yeah. it's like the local safety board's like hey always have two people when you're holding the ladder like, yeah why wouldn't i also think that maybe it was like a skeleton that fell off like maybe the pole was like the support and like a strong wind came and knocked it over like i don't know that necessarily if i saw just a skeleton and a pole <laughs> I would necessarily jump to they're trying to make a skeleton strip because that too is kind of ridiculous right? yeah hey when that skeleton had flesh did it have big old hooters <laughs> <laughs> that's offensive to me I think there's I, like, like a, I mean maybe if there was like a dollar tucked <laughs> yeah. into its rim yeah. maybe if there are bigger hooters on it then I'd be down but <laughs> Jesus. I can't jerk into this <laughs> Yeah, not enough hooter meat. The skeleton's clearly, <laughs> the skeleton's clearly not got enough for me. I'm sorry, I've never heard the phrase hooter meat. I haven't either. As it turns out, um, just kind of came out like that. Who knows? <laughs> Oh. You know, so many new phrases in the English language yeah, that speak. get uttered because of what we stare at, right? We stare at the internet, we stare at reality television, <laughs> just all kinds of phrases never before uttered <laughs> on Earth. Utters, yeah. Spe uh, speaking of, uh, spe what did I meet? Um, <laughs> speaking of that thing I was just talking about, Taylor <laughs> Swift's re-recording of her blockbuster 1989 album sold more copies in its first week than the original after its 2014 debut, the first time one of the pop star's redos has topped her first takes. 1989, Taylor's version, sold 1.65 million copies. I bring this up because it has a pretty interesting bit of information in here. Um, 1989, Taylor's version, sold 1.65 million copies across formats in the United States, according to Luminate Data, formerly Nielsen Music, that landed it atop the Billboard 200 Albums chart, along with the biggest sales week of the year and the biggest sales week for any album since Adele's 25 in 2015. It's actually incredible. It broke Swift's all-time first week sales record. Releasing a new version of 1989, which contains some of her biggest hits, Blank Space, Style, and Shake It Off, is a critical part of Swift's effort to take ownership of her early catalog. 1989, the album that launched Swift into a new stratosphere of sales and fame, has so far this year accounted for more than a third of total streams of her music. 
The purpose of the re-record project was to reclaim her art, said Nathan Hubbard, chief executive of mm -hmm. Artist Partnership Company, Firebird Music Holdings, which I believe might be the company that owns Bob Dylan's catalog um, and co-host of The Ringer's every single album Taylor Swift series. That's why this is such an important release from a business perspective and the preliminary numbers we are seeing one week in all point to the same conclusion, mission accomplished. So Swift has been recording nearly identical covers of her early albums as part of a long legal tussle to control her back catalog and musical legacy. Yes, this has been a thing she's doing for a while. Um, she grew frustrated after attempting unsuccessfully to buy the master recording copyrights to her first six albums as they changed hands twice against her wishes. They ultimately landed with Los Angeles-based investment firm Shamrock Capital Advisors in late 2020. Re-recorded versions of her Fearless and Red albums, both released in 2021, are outstreaming their original counterparts at a ratio of 3 to 1, according to a Wall Street Journal analysis. Streams of the original Speak Now album are down by half since the re-recorded version was released in July, according to Luminant. Shamrock didn't respond to requests for comment, as they definitely wouldn't. The success of Swift's project has inspired other artists to consider re-recording their own work, Music lawyers and managers say, though such undertakings are becoming increasingly difficult. Uh, UMG, the world's largest music company, and Swift's label, Home, has been reworking its record deals to block artists from re-recording their music. Universal distributes Swift's recordings, new and old, and benefits from all of her music. Selling over a million copies, here's where it gets crazy, because I've always wondered this fact for in myself. In a world where people don't buy physical albums in great numbers and also even on iTunes, you know, it's not even like a thing you can really do anymore. So how did the hell do they give someone a platinum record, right? How do you sell two million albums in today's world where no one's buying a hundred thousand of them? Except for like the super mega fans. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Much has changed in the near decade um, since the original 1989 first came out with streaming services such as Spotify and Apple Music mm -hmm. surpassing CD and digital download sales as well as overwhelmingly uh, changing the way listeners consume music. Okay, here we go. In 2014, Swift held back 1989 from streaming in an effort to juice physical and digital sales, which are more lucrative and weighted more heavily in industry chart tallies. The move helped her sell 1.29 million copies of the album in its first week. Now, here's where it gets crazy. The first week's total represents a combination of sales of physical and digital copies as well as streams. It takes 1,250... I've always wondered this. It takes 1,250 on-demand audio and video streams or 3,750 ad-supported streams, which would be like Pandora, to equal an album sale or what's referred to as a streaming equivalent album, S-E-A. Huh. So, like, if you and I go listen to Bob Dylan's Like a Rolling Stone 1,250 times, he's technically sold an album. Huh. I guess okay. that's... Yeah, like, that's how that actually works now in today's world. Or uh, 3,750 Pandora listens is an album. It's like, um... And I guess that's worldwide then, yeah? Yes, it is across all streaming platforms. Um... It's pretty interesting. I, I um, knowing how that works, like totally changes. Like you could have. There's all kinds of ways that you could game that system. It's just uh, fascinating to me that that's all it takes. But 
Well, yeah, but I guess still. Yeah. That just, I mean, I don't know that. I mean, I guess if people could game it, someone would have already. Yeah, probably. I probably would have been caught for it. we have a bored ape guy doing yeah, a number we, one we, album? <laughs> exactly. No, we would. We would have a bored ape guy doing a number one album. You're right. And then, like, selling it as an NFT. Um, yeah, anyway, I just found that particularly interesting that um, they actually equate direct amounts of listens into um, a sold album. So, like, yeah, when, when you know... Uh, here's something funny. Recently... Um, the artist behind Gucci Gucci, Crayshon, she got her uh, one million, or no, two, her two million um, platinum, like album plaque, and uh, she still owes Sony Music eight hundred thousand dollars for the production of the album. <laughs> Isn't she also like caught in a legal battle? Yes, she's been suing right? Sony Music for um release of the debt for her album because they basically like footed her the bill for making her entire album without like letting her know about it and she didn't have good legal representation at the time to like kind of explain that to her and so she's suing them to release yeah her from that like owing them 800 grand i believe that's the case (sighs) well i hope all of those companies uh just have the worst day ever (laughs) ever so yeah. the the movie companies the record companies i hope they all fucking just you know yeah just have a terrible day i know uh, there's something their, quite their rice comes out poorly did we I have something tires are too low yes exactly. forever like forever not like just once and done like no forever now let me look here i'm gonna look at our messages i know there was something earlier let's see In other news, we've passed a mansion tax in Santa. Oh Fe. yeah, so tell me, tell me about that. Was that a lot of work? Um, did it go? Did people? How did how did the vote go? It passed in record numbers with See. like seventy-two yeah. percent of the vote. There it is go. considered a landslide. That is the actual word used by the paper. So here's some Yay. cool things to know. In two thousand and nine, the city tried a mansion tax. It failed by four hundred votes. So to see now that it has won by 72% of the vote, I hope, uh, you know, L.A. has a mansion tax going for it right now. Chicago, I think, is fighting for one. Anyway, I'm hoping more people uh, go yell at their own city councils, as always. (laughs) Yes. I encourage people, go yell at your own city council. And uh, do a thing. Uh, But, uh, you know... I don't know how hard it was, you know. I I'm not seventy two percent of the vote. You know? <laughs> I'm just one person. What You're can just I one do? person. That's right. I'm just one guy. <laughs> I'm trying to see here. Um, oh, I was just a- operating as if you could see my screen for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I was like alluding. Yeah. <laughs> I was like circling something by mouse. Um, I'm looking here. I do have a premium subscription. Do I? Yes, to Twitter, so I can access the. AI program. You will see it has started snowing again. Coming down again. I'm trying to tap into the new... Oh, I, I'm already in, So, but it's, uh, it's limited. You still can't get in. I was trying to talk to the Twitter AI. 
Oh, and you still can't? It is currently, um, I said, thank you for, it says thank you for applying to our early access program. It's currently limited to verified users, which I am, unfortunately. Uh, and yeah, it's not happening yet, but it seems fascinating. I mean, they did fuck up the announcement. Um, I don't think that, I think that a AI based on the conversations that we have on Twitter is probably a lot better. Uh, it's probably going to be a lot smarter and more up to date than probably anything else. Um, but <laughs> the idea that it has a little bit of a personality is extremely annoying. Have you heard this? It's supposed to be basically like the uh, what's the the robot from Hitchhiker's Guide? Oh yes, I did hear about this. Uh, and 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 uh, he called it Grok, which yeah. is actually a reference to Robert H. Heinlein's Stranger in a Strange Land. Exactly right. And like, and I recognized it immediately because I knew that Grok was from something else, and I was like, Grok's uh, not from Hitchhiker's Guide. That's like I've yeah. never that word. I don't even think it's. I don't think they even say it in the book, but no, they do not. Yeah, like it's because he's a poser. He is a total poser. He's he he poser. shows it every single time. He shows he he could show off that he's a poser. He does. It's amazing. He's not obviously not doing it on purpose. It's just he's the perfect person to be looking like a fool constantly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, there have been more and more photos of the Cybertruck being. Uh, they, they've been kind of spotted out in the wild, as it were. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, I personally love it because, you know, everyone starts uh, razzing on how awful these... Oh, it's going to tank the brand. Yeah. Oh, I mean... I mean, people will buy them, but I think that um, much... It'll have the H2 effect, where in a couple of years when they never got the sales engine that they thought they were going to get and an actual market opens up like the thing with the h2 is it was like the big fuck ass suv for like a long time and then like every other brand was like oh we can also make a big fuck ass suv so like mm -hmm. and that's and that just killed the brand there was no other like that was it um that and the uh huge attachment that popular media gave it for like the gas guzzler status which it's funny to think that most pickup trucks actually consume more fuel than it did at the time. Even. Um, I want to get a new car. I don't know what I want to get, though, because I want to get something that's, like, basically got a motorcycle's engine in it. Yeah, I really want to get, like, a very small, efficient electric vehicle. Like, one of the cost, cost, most cost normal one that I can get. That's, like, because I barely drive. Yeah. And when I do, I don't I'm not going very go far. Anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to go anywhere anyway. The farthest I go is like <laughs> the town neighboring this town, so that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I go to the Trader Joe's. That's about as far as I go. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't even want to go to Albuquerque. I'm like, no, it's too far. Why yeah, do I want I to go never, there? I never wanted to go to Albuquerque. Yeah. I mean, it's no offense to Albuquerque. It's a nice spot. Yeah, know? but it's an it's, hour away. I have no need of going there. I just. There's nothing there that I... I mean, okay. Yes, Albuquerque is getting an In-N-Out. Yes, Albuquerque wow. has a Popeyes. Yes, it's getting an In-N-Out. This is huge news, Brian. That You're is. getting an In-N-Out. That's life-changing news. In Albuquerque. Still an hour away. I still haven't had it ever at all. And I've been to California many times. I don't know why. <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to be honest here. You know, mm -hmm. I've said this before. I pers Okay, Blake's fell off, but I still think it's better than In-N-Out. This is still a controversial take. Yes. I don't care. 
I still had an In-N-Out burger when I was in California. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's not. I'm like, I don't care. Like, whatever. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Five Guys, I care even less. It's like gross. Like, not gross. It's just like it's just like $20 for a burger that's entirely mediocre. And my favorite uh, part of the burger at Blake's is the meat. It's really good. It, like, tastes like beef. Like, it tastes like a burger. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know, New Mexico is beef country. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they make a point of it, actually, in their store that they have a little, you know, some badges or stickers somewhere that says, like, New Mexico beef only or something like that, so... No, New Mexico beef is recognized by like by like agriculture nerds too. Like there's like fights over like, oh, is it as good as Texas beef? It's like no, because it's better. Yeah, if we went to um let's say we went to Radish and Rye and we got a steak there, is that gonna be a New Mexico steak? You think? Oh yeah, because they like locally sourced, but they they like to do more like, you know, I mean oh, whatever. They also steaks. like Yeah. <laughs> you can go to the Rio Chama Steakhouse. We can go oh. to the Bullring. Yeah, no, we can. We can oh. really. I never went to Bullring. Wow, cool. Well, you I'm know, dying for a steak. See, <laughs> see, I had a carne asada yesterday. Oh, okay. Do what's in your heart. I actually, I made, um, I made a steak sandwich two days ago with uh, two leftover steaks. I chopped up very finely and melted some cheese over. It was wonderful. I, oh yeah, I've been cooking almost every day now. That's my new life. So, oh, congrats. Yeah. I am still eating whatever my husband cooks. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> that's that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I did used to feed myself. It's just now I have no need. Like, yeah. And when I say feed myself, I would just go to Blake's. <laughs> exactly. No, I mean, when I lived there, I was I was going even lower. I was going to the all-sups, so... <laughs> I mean, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. You know why? Because... Hey, I need nutrients. God damn it. <laughs> That's what they got. <laughs> Stop snowing. No, it's still snowing. Yeah, no, the Cybertruck looks bad. What's I that? don't know. I said, yeah, the Cybertruck looks bad. Yeah, it looks horrible. It's a crazy prod- uh, product, and I don't think that it'll go anywhere. Did you see that Alan Ruck uh, ran into... Um, a house in Los Angeles. He pulled an actual Ferris Bueller. Yes, I did see that. I was on TMZ to talk okay? about that story this week. Yeah, apparently he's fine. Um, was it like a medical emergency or was he like drunk or was he like... Uh, no, he was apparently sober and uh, he was just uh, cruising around. It was a Rivian electric pickup truck, which I think has some of the auto driving features that like a Tesla does. So my guess uh. is it probably, you know... It was like he. There's a video from like a camera. He was slowly pulling up behind someone at a red light, and all of a sudden the car just like looked, like went crazy. Oh wow, that sucks. Yeah, and some of those cars do the electric ones and the auto driving ones do have like stop and go automated stop and go traffic. So maybe it just you know saw some brake lights where they weren't, or I don't know something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, those things are a menace. Nobody should be using those things. No, I don't think he would anymore after this. He's yeah, very lucky to even in a pickup truck. He went through the side of a house, like uh, like that, like that woman, you know, that celebrity. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, uh, but uh, when I went on TMZ, Harvey mentioned, um, you know, Ferris Bueller, which is so funny because I hadn't, you know, I thought of, you know, I saw Alan Ruck and I was like, uh huh. <laughs> Ferris Bueller, but like I didn't actually think about how the story itself involves him destroying a car. 
like yeah um let me actually yeah, see his if dad I was gonna kill him pull that up yeah exactly i love that movie i used to watch it whenever i would skip school Dunk shame. Oh my darling Dangerang. I can't believe it. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie in a little minute. Yeah, I could definitely watch it. Here, let me go to um if I type in Actually, let me let me just think for a second. If I click here, where do I actually have to go now since it's not on my Hulu to watch um the show that I'm on? <laughs> Hold on. Oh, TMZ. Yeah. They're uh, they have a uh, a, uh, a what's YouTube it channel. They have like a clip, yeah, like like a YouTube. Yeah, let me. Let's see. Would it be? What did Harvey's beard look like? That's basically how I would remember. Um, would that be? It wasn't Monday, so it was the seventh, probably. I bet you it was the seventh. Let's see here. The reason I always say that is because uh, Harvey always comments on my beard, and he did again this time. <laughs> <laughs> and it is, I, I will say it is no coincidence in my mind that he started complimenting my beard and then started growing one. So. Oh, uh, oh maybe, may, maybe you inspired him. You know, that's the uh, imitation is Welcome the sincerest form of flattery, my friend. Yeah, look at that. There he is. Here, I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see it. I actually forgot I wasn't already sharing it, so there we go. <laughs> That's just me. Oh yeah. I did not. <laughs> be clear, I. I love Harvey. He probably was feeling left out because the other guy has a That's has awesome. a beard too, yes, right? Because he's always had that little goatee. Always, goatee. Charles Charles Lamontague. Now, um, we told you I believe this is over the weekend that. Kyle made a really curious comment because they've always Let me just said skip over that here they're separated but not I also remember Harvey as the uh, commentator on uh, the People's Court when he would be out oh. like man on the street do you remember like oh so tell me who do you think should win this one well I think the defendant really has this in the bag because she has all the receipts what do you think over there you in the back oh uh, you know I just think that uh, go Bills I absolutely have to um, go back and look for those clips now. I thought it was like actually the beginning of the recording. I just saw someone wearing a hat in the thumbnail. Bad form. I do miss LA television and LA production values and the way that he used to also just like show up on like newscasts sometimes like I don't know it's just like random yeah he his Wikipedia article is fascinating he's had a lot of different kind of careers he's had like three or four different like runs and he's 73 years old I believe which is crazy I know look at those muscles I know he looks younger than that fucking he looks younger than Alan Ruck dude who's injecting blood into his dick or whatever yeah he does and that guy's trying to be like 43 from 45 years old <laughs> hey guys I'm gonna spend 15 million dollars look two years <laughs> insignificantly Did you also, younger okay like I'm not like hold on I'll everyone has a right to the bodily autonomy yes yeah. Okay. Yeah, they and especially if you have forty-five want. billion dollars, sure, whatever. Yeah, right. Whatever you want to do. But that dude said that he's 
doing electroshock on his dick so that he could have <laughs> the erections of an <laughs> eight Nope, we're not getting out of this episode without reading one of these articles. Hold on. No, no, no. Go to, like, I literally just tweeted about this. Oh, okay. Hold on. <laughs> not like just Yeah, now. but I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Um... Well, like, it happened pretty recently. <laughs> <laughs> It's in one of my photos. There it is. Oh, here it goes. Yeah, here I'm gonna go ahead. Click on that. Link. I'm gonna click on the one that says penis right in the headline here. I'm gonna read the headline, then I'll see if I can survive any further. Millionaire biohacker Brian Johnson, 46, claims he has reverse aged his penis by 15 years using shock therapy on his genitals, revealing he is aiming to have the erections of an 18 year old. This if he's is 46 minus 15. That means his dick is 31 years old. Okay, so what I want to say is that's wow. like a very specific number. Um, I don't remember what mine was like five years ago, but uh wasn't too much different i can't imagine this is worth it i mean you know by 46 you know it's gonna have difficulty going up and down the stairs you know <laughs> his, his penis being electrocuted to, like, pause like on the like fifth step for a second oh there's too much voltage on this up. one yeah, he does it. He incorporates it in his daily step routine by making each step electrocute his penis in increment amounts as he goes up the stairs. No, seriously. That's basically what this <laughs> So I guess uh, he says that he, he wears a device on his penis mm -hmm. to measure nighttime erections, which is indicative of improving health, I guess. I guess he should start ejaculating in the middle of the night as well. Yeah. I guess. Exactly, or told. someone should start. <laughs> he should start having like some kind of surprise encounters as he's asleep, because apparently that's what he's be preparing honest, for. If, if if like if a man my age came up to me and said, "I have the dick of an eighteen-year-old," <laughs> I would not be like impressed. I would be like, "Oh, so that's weird." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that was the first thing someone said to you. They're like, "Hmm." Ma'am, yes, I have the dick of an 18-year-old. Are you interested? Sir, this is a Wendy's? Yeah. <laughs> Sir, I'm taking your order at the Wendy's, in fact. This is really inappropriate. <laughs> you want Sir, I food? just asked if you were using the mobile app today. <laughs> Ma'am, my penis is 15 years younger than me. <laughs> I mean, what, a, what also, like, a strange obsession, right? Yes. Like... How can you just make like one thing on your body younger? Like I don't know how that oh, works. Hold on, let me just read these three sub headlines. Brian Johnson, forty-six, said he wears small device in his penis every night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just you're like embarrassing yourself. You I mean, could, you could not, you could pull something like that out of me. You know, <laughs> he undergoes shockwave therapy on his penis to improve his erection length. It's just really, he's doing the whole like pseudoscience jelking thing he says his penis is 15 years younger because of it but is yet to reach his goal of having a one year old's penis it's so fucking sad oh my god oh he also says uh, his yeah. he also says please continue Brian. the millionaire oh. isn't always only focusing on his physical health revealing he also wears a device on his penis to measure nighttime erections which is as an indicative of how his health is improving so i like the idea that his like real measuring stick is his measuring stick and he's um 
Everyone should know these three things. How much doesn't you... he look like uh, like if Conan O'Brien was made into like a wax statue and then like melted slightly? Yeah, he looks like Conan O'Brien took like way too much Ozempic, basically. Yeah. Um, how? <laughs> Everyone should know these three. He has that like melting face look. Everyone should know these three things. How much you weigh, how fast you're aging, and the duration of your nighttime erections. <laughs> There's wow. nothing else we should know except how much we weigh, how fast we're aging, and the duration of our nighttime erections. Kathy, how long are your nighttime erections lasting you? Oh my god, they... <laughs> Pretty long? Pretty long, I gotta Same say. Hard and long. Sun down to sun up. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. It's seven thirty, and damn, it's just it's just happening. <laughs> okay. No, it's it's like a it's like a reverse vampire. Mm-hmm. So like, my, <laughs> you're the daywalker. Like, you're the, oh, no, excuse me, you're the nightwalker. I guess. Yeah, then then the night like comes out. Yeah, no, I guess it's not a reverse Dracula. Dracula. <laughs> <a> regular Dracula. <laughs> it's the Dracula, the weirdly <laughs> yeah, right. customized penis. Um, <laughs> maybe he would be like Dracula's ultimate victim. He wants like the forty-five-year-old man with the forty-two-year-old's penis or whatever. I mean, he's got like like he's putting in his like younger son's blood too. So like, yeah. I mean, if I were Dracula, um, this measure of sexual function he explained on the podcast could help to predict other health outcomes like cardiovascular fitness. Yeah, I think that's that's they do talk about that at the the art doctor i think but i mean but you know it's not about like reverse aging your penis <laughs> uh, let's see so would you like to hear the description of the uh treatment oh Brian? yeah please go ahead okay so uh so there's this technology you gotta scroll up oh, <laughs> yeah, scroll sorry up. sorry i forgot you're looking at my words here <laughs> uh here can you see the okay words? so yes yes okay. so uh-huh I want you to imagine a technology. Uh-huh. Okay? I'm thinking so my imagine eyes are closed, a, a yes. technology. Yeah, ima- close your eyes and imagine a technology. <laughs> uh-huh. So there's this technology. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, you have a wand. So there's a wand attached okay. to this technology right. somehow. I'm not totally clear, clear okay. how. Quote. So there's this technology. Uh-huh. You have a wand mm-hmm. and you sit in a chair. Oh. And then the technician uses the wand oh. and basically shocks your penis through the acoustic technology. I'm seeing like a Hitachi magic wand, except it's like a stun gun. Um, I'm literally picturing a stun gun. <laughs> like, I'm literally picturing a taser <laughs> so, on your... So like, just, not yours. I think this is just <laughs> like a kink now. I think... I don't know if this is like a health. No, this this dude is not. Yeah, no, this dude is not about aging. This is not about aging. This right? is about his penis. And this health. man is telling us it's about aging. This is about him talking to journalists about his penis in public. That's what this really is. And so, I'm glad that we've cracked this case. No one else is bold enough to say well, this. Well if, you, well, if you scroll up a little bit mm. more, I want you to see the face of. Of podcast host Stephen Bartlett. Yeah, look at him. Yeah, you see, podcast host Stephen Bartlett was the person who was interviewing this gentleman about this technique, Mm. and I believe that this photo is the exact moment when Penis Guy (laughs) told him 
Yeah, so this is how we shock your dick. Oh, and look, uh, the uh, podcast host, Stephen Bartlett, his YouTube channel is The Diary of a CEO. So this is really, this is like some top tier interviewing back and forth. I mean, you know, and they, he was probably just trying to get business advice. You oh, know, yeah. he was probably just like, yeah. oh, it's all about mindset or, you know, you got to be a good leader by listening to your team, folks under you. Right. Wait, also his name That's is Brian probably. Johnson. I just want to... <laughs> Brian or Bumpy Johnson, as I call it. Bumpy Johnson. Oh, God. Let's see. Um, I had to know... I wonder if he dresses left or right, much like President Johnson. Let's see. <laughs> Writer... <laughs> If he leaned to the right or to the left, if you know what I mean. Exactly. I don't mean <laughs> Did Johnson, wait, was that a slang term for dick before President Johnson? Oh, I have no idea. I have no idea when. You know what? I'll bet you there's a book about the historical <laughs> etymology. There has to be, yeah. Oh, my God. Look at this. Okay, so his deal is. History of. Here's what I'm going to... These are the words I'm about to put into my Google search. Are you ready, Brian? Wait a minute. He's, did you know history. he's Mormon? No. Okay. Well... Uh-huh. I'm going to put history of penis slang. <laughs> those are the words I'm Hold putting in. Hold on. Let me face. unscreen share mine. <laughs> well, I have some delightful news. Uh-huh. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it appears that you and I are not the only people to have ever asked this question. Indeed, some of the greatest scholars on earth. Oh, wow. Including the Chicago Tribune. <laughs> A short story of particular penis nicknames. Wikipedia, of course. Let's start, however, with the Chicago Tribune. Let's mm-hmm. see what they say. Let's you see know? what uh, the Windy City had to say about eight years you ago. You know, not the gray lady. Yes. But maybe the uh, windy lady. <laughs> yes. The uh, the newspaper that poses like uh, Marilyn Monroe having her dress blown up over the sewer grate or whatever. Subway. So I want to give a shout out here to Mick Swasco at the Chicago Tribune. Because in March 4th of the year of our Lord, 2015, he decided to write a story called a short history of peculiar penis nicknames. And thank you to his editor for uh, briefly losing their mind and allowing this to be published. <laughs> thank you to us all. The history of nicknames for the male member is centuries long. While it's hard to have a solid idea of exactly when humans began amassing a dictionary worth of colorful words for the penis. It is possible to trace some of the organ's linguistic origins. Using an interactive timeline based on penis euphemisms, which has a link, by the way. Yeah, we're opening a new tab on that one. Defined in Green's Slang Dictionary by Jonathan Green, we can get a small peek into the lexicography of the peen and when certain nicknames referring to the phallus first appeared in print. We shall limit ourselves to ten, but here are the ins and outs of the history of what we'll call dick names. Oh no, page <gasps> not found. No more interactive timeline of dick information. Oh, uh, we will come back and find yes, it. Yes, please. I'll bet you it's like on the Internet Archive. 
Mm-hmm. And again, thank you to the Chicago Tribune, I guess, for being BuzzFeed in 2015, basically just collecting somebody else's work. <laughs> Rip also to BuzzFeed. We do miss you. Yeah, definitely. In the year 1460, a penis was also known as a pin. Mm. I presume like a needle or a pin, which, hey, hell of an insult. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's literally like an insult by default. In 1611, oh it was God. known as a plum tree shaker. Hey, boys, get your plum tree shakers out. We're going to the plum trees. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess the, 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 the hole is the plum. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, bird. In 1686, it was known as a knickknack. Um. Uh huh. A knickknack, oh. like a little, like a little, like a little figurine. I would. I keep like on to place little dicks all over my fish. apartment. I'm gonna start going in and like, oh, look at all these knickknacks. <laughs> Just do the literal backwards translation. Look at all these lovely uh, penises all over the place. So recently someone asked me if I was going to be attending a certain particular social event. Mm-hmm. And I said that probably not because this was a male-dominated particular uh, event. Yes, I would tend and to I avoid told, as well. And, and, I, and I told my friend... I said, no, I don't think I, I'm going to go. I expect it to be a real hot dog cart. <laughs> and he said, what did you just say? <laughs> yeah, you know, you got like uh, 18 to 24 little wigglers floating around the, the <laughs> gross juice water. Yeah, I mean, sounds right. I didn't invent it. I got it from Beer Fest from oh. the Super Cooper guys. But yeah, yeah. no one else apparently has ever like really like been like... Dug through I the guess, no, This is the first time someone ever stopped me and said, wait, what'd you say? <laughs> no, I like it. I'm down. It's a knick-knack cart. <laughs> I'm going to guess I'm going to start calling that. I'm going to go down to <laughs> okay. NYC and be like, well, how many, how many, what do you got on the knick-knack cart today? Well, in 1720, people started getting more creative and they oh. decided to call the penis a silent flute. But I got to be honest, I don't think it's very silent. No. Uh, not what's not attached to it anyway. Not correctly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, hmm. There I was one more dingus. layer there I was trying to get. Yeah. Also emerged at around the same time, which is my preference. A word I still use, and I use it more to describe the dog or just any goofy goober. The silent flute? Uh, the dingus. <laughs> oh, the dingus. Yes. Sorry. I called the dog the dingus. Oh, nice dingus. <laughs> yeah. In 1772, again, another poetic turn of phrase, the shaft of delight. Okay, now that is great. The okay. shaft of delight. You know, but I think that I, I think this is when we start to see 1772, the rise of patriarchy. Mm. Because we've gone from pin to shaft of delight which tells me that like maybe the, the 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 power dynamics have shifted among the genders here you know i'm feeling that but you're saying there yeah i can 
Oh, uh, well, 1985, we come back to basics with Doodle. <laughs> We've completely obviated any attachment to the original. We're just doodling. No, oh stop. My <laughs> In 1833, we have a gingling Johnny. I, I noticed it's a ging- the gingling. Johnny. The gingling. <laughs> it's going to be my new name. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna change my. Uh, maybe that's what the web uh, the episode's called. <laughs> In 1836, we finally get the standby classic, Dick. That's so funny. I would have thought that would have come sooner, or that it, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been. It would have you know just existed. So I'm gonna write this down though. So we have um, Gingling Johnny, and uh, oh, why and don't why don't we call it uh, Dick and the Gingling Johnnies? I'll be our new band. <laughs> okay. So that's what the... Uh, there we go. Oh, no. Maybe maybe it can be that bird photo, and the we'll identify the bird as a gingling Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so many options. Yes, there's also the words hooter meat could end up in there somewhere. Yeah, too. <laughs> hooter meat. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's the bird. Well, speaking of hooter meat, in 1925, we get hot dog. Baseball. This was a baseball thing, definitely. Hot dog. Oh, man. I don't know where they got the 2008 uh, from. Yeah. But I guess it's a synonym for boner, and it's the word... Bonaphone, which I'll be honest, never heard it. Never heard this. That's Questionable. Just... Wait, the source is the Chicago Tribune, too, so. I'm going to search Google for Bonaphone. This is yellow journalism. Urban Dictionary, 2006. And this was in 2008. No, I don't, I don't agree with that. There's 15 people who have approved, like, 14 people who have approved this on Urban Dictionary. One person thumbs down it. So I'm going to go ahead and say this has really, uh, uh, really kind of shaken my trust in the Chicago Tribune. Yeah, I, I, I used to think that they were the most serious and uh, uh, upholding, upstanding of, of the truth newspapers. And it turns out they're just, they don't have it at all. Exampled, exampled right there. No. <laughs> they failed. The they Daily failed Dot us. has one. Well, we'll check that out. But let's just see what Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, let's see. The most authoritative of them, really. Uh, da 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 Common slang. It is. I mean, there's a whole entry for that oh, as well. Okay. Nice. That, that, that also had a photo. Um, <laughs> I've literally never gone, never gone to penis on Wikipedia. That's, that um, may be surprising to some of you. Yeah, but it's true. I'm, I'm interested to know. Um, mm-hmm. oh, we'll we'll go over there. We'll 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 make our way over there. Let's hold see. on. There's a there's a reference to Dick Sporting Goods on. That's <laughs> just. Yeah, see, dick is a common English slang word. It's pejorative, but the offensiveness of the word is complicated by the continued use of the word in inoffensive contexts, both as given names, surnames, the British dessert-spotted dick, the classic novel Moby Dick, the Dick and Jane series of children's book, and the American retailer Dick's Sporting Goods. 
Uses such as these have provided a basis for comedy writers to exploit this juxtaposition through double entendre. I am so happy that you said it the French way, because if you didn't, I was going to say it right after. <laughs> I, you know, I just try to be stupid. <laughs> Offensive. Yeah, so yeah. Derivative meaning. Other slang. Okay. Well, okay. All right. Now to the main ent main entry. I'm looking at a very detailed diagram here that someone, you know, I bet you someone is um, constantly vying for whose photo uh, is there. I in mean, the top this right. is locked, oh, so we'll, we'll 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 also take <laughs> look at the top penis talk page because this is where the real this is where the rubber meets the road. Uh, this article is about the human organ for the organ of male animals in general. Please see penis. Thank you so much, ah, Wikipedia. That is very helpful. Thank you. Um, you know, it goes through all of the various actual root parts and gives us kind of a medical thing, which is n n exactly what I would expect from mm -hmm. the wiki. Then we go into physiology, evolved adaptations, clinical significance, which I think we're, we know. But I'm going to go down to mm -hmm. the society culture because that's really where we're... We're looking for the subtitle at. where it says jokes. Yeah, right. <laughs> Terminology. In many cultures, referring to the penis is considered taboo or vulgar, and a variety of slang words and euphemisms are used to talk about it in English. These include member, dick, cock, prick, Johnson, dork, Peter, pecker, manhood, <laughs> dick, rod, thing, third leg, middle leg, dong, willy, schlong, and todger. Todger. Many of these are used as insults, though sometimes playfully, meaning an unpleasant or unworthy person. <laughs> Among these, historically, the most common, commonly used euphemism for penis in English literature and society was member. Yay. Interesting. I don't know member. if I agree with that. Yay, members. <laughs> Alteration. Also, now they're getting into... Uh, oh, body art. Uh, body art, uh, I guess, <laughs> foreskin restoration makes... Uh, uh, an appearance as a phrase here so i imagine that is also mm. con wow there is also a I was photo just wondering about what that, that would look like and now i'm delighted to be answered implants okay uh oh uh, wait that was an arm okay but that's yeah, I, I guess that was just implants in yeah. general yeah. you know mm -hmm. uh they 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 describe the penectomy oh uh, which occurs for a variety of reasons. <laughs> yeah, here I'll. Yeah, I'm I'll looking go, at like a, a wood carving. <laughs> of course, they cover circumcision, which has mm -hmm. its own article and I'm sure its own controversial talk page. I'm looking uh, at uh, the Gomco clamp, the Plastibel, the Mogan clamp. These are the different uh, medical options for <laughs> removing the foreskin during uh, circumcision. Wow. This is an article. There's a section called Potential Regeneration. Additional images. You know, I'm surprised. Okay, terminology. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just... Insults. I'm going to go to the word insult. Kathy, or, did you know that an insult is an expression, statement, or behavior that is often uh, derogatory? I did not know that. Or deliberately I am so glad that Wikipedia defines all of these words for us. Yeah. Because otherwise, you know, we'd be like, well, is it insulting? And then we could go, well, is it an expression, statement, or behavior that is often deliberately disrespectful, offensive, scornful, or derogatory? Hmm. Was it towards an individual or a group? <laughs> Not that I think that part matters. <laughs> yeah, I can offend an idea. It's true. You know? 
you know <laughs> I mean, i've never been so insulted <laughs> while intentional insults can sometimes include factual information they are typically presented in a pejorative manner your penis is three times the regular size oh no that's embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> is it not true or is it embarrassing i don't know it's so big how big is it no. <laughs> I'm glad we both went the same direction there. Uh, uh, wow. Wow. Well, <laughs> I think we can probably wrap up this episode there. Um, I, I have I have more time, but <laughs> I think we've gone to some amazing places. See, also ad hominem. I just want to take a Name screenshot real quick. <laughs> just, this is great. <laughs> um reading this text here oh it's really good Pre pejorative oh no that would just be um, the subject pejorative <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea Yeah, what is the Wikipedia article for pejorative going to say just like using a word in an offensive manner oh here we go oh let me go ahead and uh, share this we can see what um we can close out i'll think of a song or we can both think of a song here but i'll play this little tmz thing we can see how brian did oh on tmz <laughs> huh here we go huh new york to the playoffs but i would just you know think about my health and come next season I'll be a lot better instead of, you know, going back and re- I went you know, two songs about insults and that, wow, there's uh, a that, lot. Uh, there is that CeeLo Green song. Uh, mm -hmm. but. A foot so early. Okay, one more. Hi, Kenea from Hartford, Connecticut. My comment is for Kim K. It looks like she had a lot of was This was Halloween and happened that there can be peaceful protests. Yep. Ben Folds okay. did oh, a version a of All right, when we come back, shit, the Alan Ruck crash. We should can you hear uh, Harvey and Charles? Did I mess this up? No. Oh, uh, there you go. Do the video of him crashing into pizza joint in Hollywood. Well, what happened? We've been trying to figure this out. The police think they have an answer. I don't get it. They think it has to do with his truck. The kind of truck it is doesn't make sense to me. We'll tell you what they're saying when we come back. Succession star Alan Ruck, lucky. Excuse me. In this case, we should say yes. Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller's day off. <laughs> uh, lucky to be alive. We've shown you the video. He's lucky. He's alive. He's lucky that nobody else was hurt on the street See, it kind of just took or off. in the pizza joint that he yeah. crashed into in this, Hollywood last week. It's a miracle. A this, was, this was Halloween night. Yeah. Um, wow. And the fact that no one was hurt is an Shocking. absolute miracle. Yeah. But the fact remains, something went wrong. And the police say he wasn't impaired. Um, no drugs, alcohol. No drugs, alcohol involved. And Alan stayed there on the scene, but we're trying to figure out what, what happened. So, happened. guys, I, I talked to somebody who was there that night, and what Alan told the police was, I don't know what happened. You know, I just, I don't know. And so I talked to people about I this. I like and the kind of goober into in the back it, of that and guy. Yeah. Their theory he, is, he is that only the truck is so technical rarely. and so advanced with technology, it just got away from him. It would be absolutely scary if it were true. I just don't see how, I mean, unless... It, the truck the truck is a Rivian, right? And it's, a, it's an electric vehicle. Right. 
unless there is some sort of autopilot that took over, and I had never driven a Rivian, so I don't know. Other than that, I don't get this whole thing about it being technologically advanced. Yeah, All I, cars are technolo yeah, technologically I, I don't advanced get it either. today, whether they're EV or not. And they all operate the same way, with a throttle and a brake. That's it. Right. That's I, how you operate a, ve a vehicle. The Unless more we talk about it, the less over. I'm buying it. I mean, yeah. I don't know what it I is. I know there is a lot of technology in the car, in that truck, but uh, nothing that's supposed to just make it just go by itself. Unless there was some malfunction. Hi there, uh, Brian from Florida here. Uh, I'd like to say that this is a Rivian, which does, I believe, actually have like a lane keeping assist and like a traffic like stop and go like and like kind of it keeps you going. So actually, I think it is a possibility that that is. I mean, I've never had a car like that, but I imagine that it like takes some getting used to. Can I ask you a question? Do you want to ask about the beer? Yeah. Do you have a problem? Because I'm just getting used to this with toothpaste where it burns your lower <laughs> I lip. I love it. Do, is Anything that right? With, uh, yeah. Oh, especially like food and soup. This is yes. a real investment in time and cleaning and maintenance. It's, it's real hassle. Exactly. Brian, okay. I have I wonderful news for you. Uh, what yes. else do you guys want to talk about? Hey, this is. Uh... <laughs> yes. I recently discovered something. Uh huh. Uh, there are specialty made mustache soup spoons, <laughs> sterling silver, uh -huh. usually to be antique. Uh, not the kind of thing one could really just find. Uh, but, uh, If this is the kind of thing that you struggle with, it's true. It's it's a real thing. <laughs> I usually well, what I do is I keep. I have. I'll just explain. I keep this whole area. Usually, it's a little bit longer. I like it, but I keep the whole like front of my lip. Anything that would be like you could put chapstick on. I try to keep it like open to the world, and that way I can actually like give a kiss or something like that instead of just like beard touching you. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> What is well, oh, oh mustache cups? Let's, let's save that image. Okay, let's, let's screenshot that one. <laughs> oh, let me go back. Yeah, okay. That's, I mean, I'll send it to you. No, I mean, yeah, please. <laughs> mustache spoons. Okay. Mustaches flourished. Mustaches flourished all throughout the Victorian years. Great gobs of wax were melted and then applied to the mustache to keep the curls intact. And therein lay a problem that cropped up when steaming hot cups of coffee or tea were carried up to the mouth for sipping. The steam melted the wax and sent it right into the cup. Another problem soon became apparent. Sipping hot tea or coffee, mustaches often became stained. <laughs> Finally, Harvey Adams, the innovative Englishman, in 1830 made an unusual invention. The mustache cup. The mustache cup had a ledge called a mustache guard across the cup. The guard had one semicircular opening against the side of the cup. The pampered mustache rested safe and dry on the mustache guard, <laughs> sipping hot beverage through the opening. A later addition was the mustache spoon. <laughs> Invented in the latter half of the 1800s to allow the man to consume liquids without spillage onto either the mustache or clothing. The first patented mustache spoon was claimed in March 1868 by New York spoon designer Salon Ferrer. And soon, a soup spoon with a guard to hold the mustache free and unsoiled of the liquid beneath it. How about that? Um, Kathy, have you ever yes. uh, desired to become a uh, uh, spoon designer? 
No. Okay. Um, I have in in my time. Okay, so I, I do have many flights of fancy, as anyone who knows me is mm-hmm. fully aware. Mm-hmm. Uh, a very fantastical sort of being I am. Yeah. But once upon a time, I dreamt going to art school mm-hmm. only so that I could design swatch watches. Oh, wow. You see, the Swatch Watch allows you to design anything. And, like, they're silly. You're goofy. Yeah, and you can, um, like, swap the bands and the, all the stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I There's went- these classics. I've, I've used these classics many a times. Those are very cool. Uh, I, 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 pers- I personally love shit like this. Yes. Yeah, I went to the Swatch store when I was in um, New York City. It was very cool. They had a, like 4.8 million watches in there, too. <laughs> They're all on display. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is so... Oh, yeah. Is that like Simpsons? a donut watch? Yeah, oh, Simpsons, Simpsons donut watch. That's actually really cool. I really like yeah. that. It's amazing. Yeah. See, so uh, I, I have one that's a Yoko Ono watch. The Yoko... Oh no! Wait, what? Made a swatch watch. Uh, which I does have. It have. Does it have? Pl- <laughs> does it have plastic bands? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Even better, it shows a butt. <laughs> oh, nice. It's hard to tell because it's like pop art. Oh that- yeah, I do see. The outline of a butt, and then yeah. up here, more butt. Wow, I do like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, so I think it's kind of goofy. You can find, uh, let's see, best, well, let's just do best swatch watches. What yeah. do people say? You know, our best selling models, top 15 best in, like, just people have all kinds of. <laughs> There's a Frida Kahlo one that's crazy. See, still the classic. Everyone loves the classic. Oh, yeah, we can see the gears. That would really interest me. Mm-hmm. You can see the gears. I've got one of them. Ooh, I've got a skeleton that's dial. I've got a real cool. nice one. That's very cool. A Snoopy one. Oh, yes. See? I do like... Just all kinds of dumb shit. I would wear... I, I did see when I was at uh, at that New York City place, they had um, a bunch of Dragon Ball Z watches, which actually had very cool designs. They weren't uh, just like, like, a, like a cheap thing. They were pretty neat. There you go. There's one that floated past right there. Yeah. No, like I have this one here. Oh, wow. That's super. Wow. I'd love to see that run. Here, I'll, gra- I'll grab it. Like a legit. <laughs> oh, cool. The Swatch Watch. Swatch was the brainchild of Elmar Mach and Jacques Muller in an attempt to make the thinnest wristwatch in the world. Instead, they created a simple plastic quartz with a movement that contained only about 60 pieces instead of the 100 plus found in Japanese quartz movements at the time. Hayek saw this as an excellent opportunity to create a throwaway watch that could be worn for a season and then swapped with another model. Artists and designers adorned the watches in odd patterns and and the company brought the nascent Swatch Watch group formed by Hayek in the early 1980s to the forefront of Switch Watch manufacturing. Interesting. It seems like a lot of their products was like severely reducing the cost. Yeah. 
So this one Whoa. is an so it's like an automatic winder. It's got a uh, like hammer in the back that automatically winds it. Oh wow! And it's got um, so properly done watches uh, in in the like gear mechanisms. Let me see if I can get it in there. I don't know if you can see it. Oh wow! It's like moving. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, it just takes a little second. But right underneath that number, like underneath the number, tw like right underneath the center dial. Let me see if I can get it. Yeah, I can see like there's a little ruby in there, and that's because uh, it'll have the uh, uh, it, like it's a uh, like as a like as a center, like as a hub, I guess. Yeah, it stays smooth, so it keeps the watch going. So this is like a thing that watches just Whoa. have. So like I'm kind of a uh, like you know. If it's like, ooh, it's a Rolex, or it's like a Patek Philippe, it's probably got 500,000 of them, right? Like, but even for Swatch, they, they're still like, no, you're still making a good watch. So, um, it's an auto winder, and it's got the... You wow, can see yeah, that's so cool. You can see the inside of that. i never seen how that works, wow. And so it's cool, yeah, and so this one, I just... Once you wear it for, like, two seconds, it starts back up again, you just put it back on it doesn't need a battery so this is like my apocalypse watch yeah that's like, so cool this is the one i would wear if like zombie apocalypse actually occurred that's actually why i purchased it not because of that but because <laughs> i just that it didn't need a battery right you didn't need to like charge it whatever yeah. the fuck that means so that's super cool you just have to know what time it is <laughs> without the the need of a button battery Mm-hmm. very cool um, did you pull up some songs a second ago? Oh, yeah. It was songs about insults. Where'd they go? <laughs> I lost it. <gasps> Hold on, we'll That's find okay. it again. Yeah. yeah. No idea. Not that one. Why'd I open that twice? Mustache cups. Not that one. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> soup spoon mustache. <laughs> I like the Google, the Google soup spoon mustache. Penis euphemisms. <laughs> <laughs> no. I ain't Suck got it. no motherfucker. That's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. <clears throat> okay, now I can edit that out. I just wanted to get it queued up. Okay, <gasps> so we, um, this is where we'll edit it back in. Hello, everyone, and and goodbye for now. Um, I, I I do have time to record another episode, so that'd be fun. Um, but uh, let's see. I think I need a nap, unfortunately. Oh well, that's fine. That's what I, I did that to you last week, so that's okay. Um, let us see. So we we covered it all today, Kathy. I think. Um, oh, we did a lot today. We did a we lot. We sure did. We covered all the bases. We started off at weather and birds, and we ended up at uh, penis euphemisms, really. So. <sighs> wow. And then somewhere in between, we talked about, um, well, no, we also talked about a man electric shocking his penis to make it 15 years younger, I think. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so, we really have covered all the bases. Um, I drank an entire liter of kefir. Uh, I drank an entire liter of coffee. Okay. <laughs> okay. What are you going to be doing, uh, what have you been doing this weekend? What are you going to get up to? 
great question. So uh, I'm not totally sure. I do have uh, a booking at 10,000 Waves. Cool. So that's good. Very good. cool. Uh, I believe I will be uh, out and about just kind of seeing seeing how the snow has taken to Santa Fe. I want to like... Yeah. I want to go for a walk tomorrow and see if there's like any of it sticks. It's still kind of cold out there. It's currently 36. It might even continue snowing, which I kind of hope it does. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I think we're just going to make a soup. Speaking of soup, we're going to probably make some kind of a soup today and just just settle into cozy season because cozy cool. season is here. You know, so yeah, I'll enjoy my record hot temperatures. You enjoy your well, not record cold, but snow. Mm-hmm. I have to, I have to like run errands. I have to oh. like, you know, refill the vape and get toilet paper and oh yeah, you I, know, uh, kind of the basics, the basics. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm probably just gonna watch um, the rest of the Crown. I think I'll have a lot to say about that next week. I do want to watch uh, House of Villains now that I will oh, finish the Crown. I'll actually have room my viewing schedule. And um, I'm really looking forward to um, some of the things I'm going to get up to next year. I'm trying to think of some like plans and trying to plan mm. things ahead of time this time. <laughs> so I love doing that. Yes. We're, I like planning even years down the line because that feels exciting too. Kind of what I'm looking at. So we'll see. We'll see. Well. But I'll let you know. Well, Brian, enjoy your record hot temperatures. I'm going to go get cozy. Yes, thank you. I may may go enjoy the pool because it's actually very freezing in this house for some reason. I don't know. During the course of the episode, the temperature. I don't know. The, my my nest will lower the temperature to like seventy degrees sometimes. <laughs> That's what it feels like in here right now. It's very bad. Uh, it's freezing. So goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, Kathy. Blessings to all our friends. Yes. Enjoy uh, those birds wherever you are. Yeah. Think about the birds and think about the moment and don't think about um, the man electrocuting his penis too hard. Oh, I mean. Oh, oh, excuse me. He is. And have you been reading my dream journal? <laughs> it's the appropriate amount of heart, I suppose. Okay, bye. That's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Westside, bad boy killers. No, you know who the real is, niggas. We bring it to First off, fuck your bitch in the click you claim. Westside, when we ride, come equipped with game. You claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife. We bust on bad boys, niggas fuck for life. Plus, Puffy tryna see me weak, hearts I rip. Biggie Smalls and Junior Mafia, some mark ass bitches. We keep on coming while we running for your juice. Steady gunning, keep on busting at the boots. You know the rules. Little Caesar, go ask your homie how I leave you. Cut your young ass up, leave you in pieces. Now be deceased. Lil' Kim, don't fuck around with real cheese. Quick to snatch your ugly ass off the streets.
I'm running through, nigga. And I smoke a junior mafia in front of you, nigga. With the ready power, tucking my gas under my Eddie Bauer. Your cloud petty sour, I put packages every hour. Hit them up. Grab your clocks when you see Tupac. Call the cops when you see Tupac. Uh, who shot me, but your punks didn't finish. Now you're about to feel the wrath of a menace. Nigga, we hit them up. People, how we do it? Keep it real. It's penitentiary still. This ain't no freestyle battle. All you niggas getting killed with your mouths open. Trying to come up off of me, you in the clouds open. Smoking dope, it's like a Sherman. Nigga, we warn you, we'll bomb on you motherfuckers. We do our job. You think you mom, nigga? 